and welcome to the British Columbia Real Estate Podcast. It's me, Ricky J, with Jeff Chatta, JC Holmes, episode number 15. We're doing this one a little different outside of the office today. Jeff's busy doing showings, and we were luckily able to catch him at the right time. So how are you doing there, Jeff? Oh, so I'm busy. I just, uh, I just actually pulled over so we can actually do this. Okay, awesome. Thanks. Glad to know you're not driving. <laughs> now, everyone, <laughs> make sure you guys like, comment, and subscribe like we always say here at the British Columbia a real estate podcast channel if you want to learn all about living in british columbia and also anything having to do with real estate as well if you're thinking about moving anywhere in and or around british columbia definitely give us a call the number will be down below now jumping right into this episode jeff i won't take too much time of your busy schedule up today but i'm not sure if you actually watched uh, the news conference that was held by the bank of canada's governor tiff macklem on wednesday did you did you get a chance to check that out i did i did i watched a bit of it okay yeah so you know you're obviously aware that it's a big hype around the possible mortgage rate hikes they've been talking about that might take place as soon as April next year, right in the first quarter. I wanted to know what your opinions are and how that could possibly affect the housing market here in Canada and British Columbia. Uh, you know, do you think, Jeff, that that might even open up some more inventory in the future heading into the busy spring market? I want to know your thoughts about that. Well, Rick, I mean, OK, so I mean, when, when interest rates rise, people automatically they start worrying about, you know, how much more monthly payments they're going to make, which is natural. I mean, if your interest rates rise and you want to want to know how much you're paying. Now, we've been blessed for a few years or a while right now that with low interest rates yes right and uh no inventory well we're at the market we're at right now yes now to answer your question about what do i think will happen if uh rates were to increase that's your question right yeah it is yeah well i mean if rates were to increase and if we weren't dealing with low inventory and rates were to increase then yeah we would see a slowdown it's quite natural but the problem right now rick is it's not even the mortgage rate it's the inventory we keep coming back to that yes like if, if the interest rate were to rise, it has to be not just by like one point or 0.5. You know, in, in my opinion, it has to be like, you know, 1.5 or two points, which would cause a significant difference in your mortgage payments to maybe slow down or put some water on this fire to slow down the market. But if the rates rise just a little bit, I still don't see uh, a major slowdown until we get more inventory. Now that might cause few people. And when I say few, I mean, we have, you know, hundreds and hundreds <laughs> of people, buyers out there. Yeah, so course. we'll scale it down, but mm -hmm. it, it will cause a few people to hold back a bit. You're always going to have those tire kickers, right? Yeah. And then you're always going to have those people who are just media slaves that's going to listen to whatever the media is telling them to do. Yeah, exactly. Right? Now, if you if those people that are tire kickers and listen to the media, well, those are the ones that really suffered, I think, because they're waiting. Look, look how the market went. Yes. Right. And then, you know, we had media saying that that at one point prices are set to come down, then prices are rising, then prices are set to come down. So if you're a media slave, you're really confused on what's going to happen. True, and it, right? it, so many people do fall into that. They do, they do. It, you know, it's 
you can't blame them because you, you want to trust the media for their sources, but you got to remember they, they're there to sell papers That's right. right? <laughs> and catch headlines. It is a business. <laughs> and, and the other thing is the media, they are not psychics, right? Yeah. They cannot 100% tell you this is going to happen, that's going to happen. The whole goal of the media is to report the news, right? Mm-hmm. Not to create it. That's right. They would obviously persuade or somehow manipulate somebody's thought process. They're thinking about like, oh, hey, I'm going to buy a property maybe in the next couple of months. And then, oh, interest rates are growing up. Maybe I need to buy it now. You know, it could put that thought in their head. Oh, definitely, right? Rick, without a doubt. I mean, it, it, it can definitely encourage mm-hmm. someone to speed up their process or even decourage people for like saying that, okay, well, maybe we should wait. Maybe we should wait. The media said the prices might come down, interest rates going to rise. So that might cause prices to come down. So they're waiting. So it could, it could either cause people to speed up or to slow down. <laughs> it depends on what side of the right. fence you're on, right? I mean, it, it is. And I mean, I know probably that's not the best solid answer, but in this market, there is really no 100% guarantee if the market is going to 100% come up and 100% come down. Are we at uh, a very high price point? Well, yeah. I mean, wasn't Vancouver just rated one of the most unaffordable cities to live in in the world? It's been like that for a while, hasn't it? <laughs> it in has, Canada. but you know, our, our numbers and our ranking has slowly kept on creeping up before, you know, we were, uh, well, we are a very expensive city to live in. It is, definitely. But now to get that title of most unaffordable city, I don't know, something to be proud about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, our, 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 um, our, the cost of living here uh, and how much people make still hasn't caught up with our market. That's right. That's right. And that's one of my questions later on as well. Now, during that press conference uh, that was going on Wednesday, you know, they were talking about inflation, which has also been a super hot topic as well. Canada hitting some of the highest inflation levels in about two decades or so with the prices of gas, food, cost of living just skyrocketing, right? I believe the inflation rate right now has hit as a high as 4.4%. I believe and it's expected to go higher by the end of the year. Also stacked on top of that with the supply chain issues all over the country um, with shipping and all that. Where do you see that heading potentially? Do you see even going into next year? Do you think that they, they might be able to somehow calm this inflation down? I, I don't personally see it as coming down, but well, you well, know, I want mean, to know your opinion on that. Uh... I think that's a, that's a loaded question, but there's a lot of answers I can give towards that, right? And there's a lot of other things that contribute to our economy or our real estate market being the way it's going to be. There's a lot of fa- external factors, not just the mortgage rate, mm-hmm. the population growth with uh, immigrants coming in, buying homes, the um, people that we have here already that are on PR, they've been working to, to establish themselves and a life in Canada, they're also in the buying pool as well. Then we also got to look at the rental pool and see how much inflation has gone up in rentals. Yeah, and then huge. it comes to it comes to a point of, well, if I'm paying $2,000 a month for uh, a basement suite, hypothetically, mm-hmm. how much more is it for me to get into um, a property that I own? That's true. So I've always told people before that real estate is not, you shouldn't be looking at it at top down. You should be looking at it from bottom up, meaning look at the rental level first. If your rental, in my opinion, if rent is high, then prices probably will be higher. And yeah. if prices go higher, then it moves everything up, right? So from condos raising in prices, if condos raise up, and I think I've talked about this before, if you know someone had a condo at, hypothetically, if they're selling at 500, or let's be more realistic now, new townhouses or condos in, in Fraser Valley are pushing that 600 threshold. So if condos are now going to 600, then that townhouse person can say, well, why am I going to sell my townhouse at the price of a 
condo, I'm going to raise my price. Yep. That's right? right. And then you get the person who owns a house saying, well, why am I going to sell my house at the same price our town was going for? I'm going to raise my price. Exactly. Right. So there's a lot of more external factors. Right? If you're getting back to the interest rate um, question here. Yeah. Interest rate will have an impact on our market, but the bigger thing here is that will it create more supply to slow down the market? That's the real thing here is will this interest rate hike or supposed rate hike allow more inventory on the market? And it doesn't mean that houses will sell faster or, or new listings will come up. Sorry, I should say that. Yeah. It's, it's the right now we're in multiple offers, left, right, center. We wrote an offer on a property in Ladner listed at 1.3 and it sold for, I think, for 1.7 with 29 God. offers. And even the realtor didn't even expect to get that many offers. Shoot, the realtor told us that the price probably won't go over 1.5. Oh, wow. Right. And so and these buyers are going subject free. They're going big down payments. I mean, you, you might have saw the other article that just came out a little while ago talking about how in Vancouver, parents are now gifting their children with a down payment money. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. So one thing people have to remember in British Columbia, especially the lower mainland, we have a lot of people down here that have money. It's not just foreign buyers. It's true. Right. And a lot of people down here before didn't necessarily spend money on themselves or, or not say themselves, but on houses. They spent it on trips, gifts for themselves, cars, all these things. Theresa Marshall. Right. <laughs> Vancouver. <laughs> it used to be a joke we used to have. <laughs> but now, yeah. you know, with, with the whole COVID rule that came to play, you know, focusing on internal rather than external, yeah. people started looking more in and started investing more into real estate and started investing more into their future, which is great. People should start doing that. Yeah. And, right? and, and also but, just like people <laughs> flushing out more as well. Like moving out more, like let's say moving out more towards Fraser Valley from Vancouver or whatever the case may be, they still have money, you know. They maybe pull equity out of other properties or they just, you know, have a large lump sum that they had from selling their property as well, right? Oh, yeah. And, and, and Rick, we've talked about that, I think, in one of the uh, earlier shows that someone that had a property in Vancouver, they might have got it a long time ago for like even 600000 and that mm-hmm. property is now worth maybe $2 million. You know, they're not going to sell that property, go down the street. Yeah. Right? right. They're going to sell that property and probably come to the Fraser Valley well they'll still have a big chunk of it and still get a nice property of course yeah and definitely have some land right like to go with it as well so you have to look at the population growth and the density of uh, the municipalities all around us that also ties in with the next question as well now they feel especially locally here that they've been priced out of the market you know, especially with the average annual salary in Vancouver and the Fraser Valley, it's pretty close to each other. It's around the 50,000 range annually, right? Now, considering that, and then, you know, stacked with inflation on top of that and cost of living and continuously rising, right? Do you think that will ever change or will there be some kind of tipping point eventually, you know? The wages not increasing and then being priced out of the market. Do you think that they will ever be able to afford a property? <laughs> okay. So, no, it's a really good question. Yes. It's, it's actually a very relevant question. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is. And, and, and the, the real answer here is if it keeps going this way, if the key prices keep going up, then how much longer until the lower mainland becomes a ghost town? Yeah. Right? True. You, you know, we're not looking out for 
today's living, but you know, maybe the future generations as well. How high can it go? And I think that's the real question here uh, that a lot of people keep talking about. And, and they've been talking about this for ages and ages that Vancouver and Toronto, you know, were set for a bubble yes, first. That's right. Right. Now, talking about that, do I think there's going to be a bubble burst? I don't think there's going to be no burst. Do I see it sizzling down a bit? Yeah. Right. I mean, there has to be a point. I mean, when that's going to happen, I I I'm not a psychic. I can't tell you exactly when that's going to happen. There's, right? all, there's so many people just waiting for some kind of like correction to happen. Like they're sitting on the sidelines, but I don't know if it's ever going to happen. <laughs> or even if it does, well, I mean, it, it, it comes to the point of back. how long do you want to, how long do you want to keep sitting on the sideline? Exactly. And right? I mean, if you've been, um, well, if, yeah, exactly. Rick. If you've been on the sideline for three years, well, look at the amount of rent you've been paying for the last three years and look what you could have got into three years. Yeah. I mean, shoot, forget about three years. If you just invested earlier this year, yeah, that's right. Right. So will it eventually come down? I, I, I eventually do see sizzling down mm -hmm. because there's only two. There's only a, a certain a limit that until the average person can say, you know what, I can't afford this. I can't afford this. And it becomes a plateau, right? right? And it becomes stagnant. But when that actually happens, I'm not sure. We we have a. a a big boost in population happening. Mm -hmm. And with that, there's always aspirations of owning a home in Canada. You know, right. even if you're a first time home buyer. Awesome. Right? So you have the rental market and you get the first time home buyer market, you know, they're gonna start buying and when you know, when they're buying a lot, the people who are selling their property, they're gonna buy something most likely. And then you also gotta think of the person that maybe has this property in Vancouver, got it for six hundred thousand and maybe selling it for two million. Well, they have a big amount of money there. So maybe they're not just buying one property, maybe they're buying two. That's true. And, right? and at the same so, time though, like the purchasing power depending on where they're moving to might be a little bit less as well, just because during COVID, um, Canada as a whole, like property has gone up, right? So I mean, <laughs> it's not on par, but I mean like your buying power would probably be a little bit less if you're trying to stay close to the lower mainland or within certain areas or pockets of the lower mainland, right? Because it's pretty expensive everywhere. <laughs> definitely, definitely. I mean, um, well, now if you look at Chilliwack, Chilliwack is caught on fire. Yeah. Right, we were just in Chilliwack just a few days ago. Mm -hmm. And looking at this property, where to put an offer on, and that uh, seller bought that property for five fifty, I believe, last year, and now they're selling it for nine hundred. Holy. Yeah. yeah so with Chilliwack going higher, then you have your neighboring area, which is Hope. Hope is now jumped in pricing. Yeah. Right. So <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Technically, the, the further away you go from uh, Vancouver, the Lower Mainland, usually it is a little bit cheaper. But you also got to remember a few things here. That, uh, for instance, like Abbotsford. Mm -hmm. um, Abbotsford. People who live in Abbotsford or people who live in Chilliwack really reside there. Their communities there. They work there, mm -hmm. right, which causes the prices to be uh, accordingly. Right. And now with the affordability aspect, not being in Vancouver and now uh, Surrey becoming hitting those numbers, people start looking further east. That's right. So we see Abbotsford. I mean, we saw the boom in Langley already. Langley already. Then you get Abbotsford. I mean, my prediction is, you know, Surrey is probably going to be like the next Burnaby. Uh, Abbotsford is like the next Surrey. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Chilliwack is like the next Abbey. So I think Hope might be the next Chilliwack. Possibly. Well, look at even Prince George has gone up. You know, I was there recently. We were looking out there as well. And just uh, just the market there is doing really well as, as well. It's a I was actually talking to a few Prince George realtors just yesterday, <laughs> yeah. and they were even telling me, they go, Jeff, we're here now 
out getting crazy multiple offers here now. There you go. Low inventory there as well. You know, I was property shopping out there. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's phenomenal. <laughs> just the growth over the past couple of years has been insane. Good things happening over there. Um, now, I won't take up too much more of your time. You know, I just wanted to quickly touch on our interview. We've been telling our listeners with Simon Berry, president of REW.ca. Uh, we had to actually reschedule it, unfortunately, but that's okay. We're actually going to be doing it next week. We're really looking forward to that and having him on this podcast. Uh, unfortunately, we had to reschedule due to Jeff uh, losing his voice at a movie premiere. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it was unexpected. And we do apologize for that uh, to Simon. Yeah, yeah definitely... it might have been a very quiet interview. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we we're debating on doing it or not, but, you know, that's okay. I'm glad you feel better and you've gotten better. Right. You know, is there any last pieces you wanted to add before we wrap this thing up here, Jeff? And I let you get back to doing what you're doing. You know what? Not really, uh, Rick. I mean, it, we have different topics all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would really love some of our listeners actually to even give us a topic if they want to if they want to hear about something. You know, if if they want to hear about what they might happen here, what might happen there. If, if shoot, if you live in uh, Chilliwack, you live in Prince George, and you want us to do a report about that, we'd love to. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. Right. You guys are gonna see more videos of me posting all over British Columbia as well coming on this channel. Uh, as you guys saw, our recent video that should be launching on Friday or even should be up by now last week uh, Cornell British Columbia <laughs> so we're going all over the place for you guys right uh, risking my life as well actually doing that. <laughs> one of the most dangerous places in British Columbia uh, and the Hastings video also coming up uh, I know I've been telling you guys about that as well but it's it's coming guys it's all coming Jeff that's pretty much about it buddy I really appreciate you coming through and uh, we'll be back again with another amazing episode next week thanks to all the streaming platform listeners Spotify Google Music Apple iTunes we're coming soon like comment and subscribe to this channel guys and don't forget if you're moving anywhere around British Columbia give us a call the number will be down below I never stop working for you all right <laughs> I never phrase that all right Jeff might be busy but you know I got some time for you guys all right so but Rick, don't make yeah. it sound like I don't have time for people no, no you're just joking all right I know you're busy okay we're all busy but you know I'm gonna let you go Jeff sorry for taking up too much of your time there okay and I'll, no worries. I'll, I'll see you in the office in a couple days there buddy all right cheers cheers Jeff. Good day. And, uh, bye to everybody and uh, look forward to your comments. Yes. Comment, like, and subscribe to this channel, guys. British Columbia Real Estate Podcast. We're out. See you later. Bye.